Welcome back to the Fund Monitors Meet the Manager series. Today I'm joined by Andrew West, Managing Director and Founder of Longlead Capital Partners. Longlead was founded in 2014 and is a specialist long-short equity manager with a core focus on Asia and Australia. The team at Longlead have recently released the Australian Domiciled Wholesale Unit Trust, which is based on their existing Longlead Absolute Return Fund. The Longlead Absolute Return Fund was started in July 2017 and has returned 29.25% per annum since inception. For most investors, though, the proof of an absolute return manager is in their performance during down markets, and Longlead have provided investors with a positive return 64% of the time when Asia-Pacific markets are negative, generating significant outperformance. Andrew, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Damon. Andrew, Pan-Asian markets performed relatively well in 2020, especially compared to the Aussie market, although we're not immune to the volatility. Um, what are going to be some of the key drivers, you believe, of pan-Asian equity performance in 2021? Yeah, Damon, I think there's a few things worth touching on there. Uh, if we look back to 2020, the, the first thing to realise and remember is Asia, and particularly China, was first into the pandemic and really first out of the pandemic. So when we think of the pandemic and the impact on the economies and markets, uh, we've seen China and Chinese equities um, rebound very strongly and lead the way back in, in 2020. And they've had very good performance again in at the start of 2021, one of the best performing markets. And that's really reflecting the earnings rebound we're seeing in China and more broadly right across Asia. So you've seen similar performance in a lag fashion from markets like Korea as well, that's showing the same sort of thing. And when we look to earnings per share estimates, you can already see that China was one of the first markets where market-wide aggregate earnings per share are back to pre-COVID levels already. Now, other markets around the world are following the same trend, but they're not there yet. So Asia is, uh, ha has dealt with the, the pandemic in a fashion that has meant they've been able to reopen their economies quicker, get business back on track. And that's driving earnings growth for companies, the opportunity set, uh, more confidence in the outlook and, and equity market performance. And that's broadening out through Asia. So China may have led the way, but we're seeing similar performance through other Asian markets, such as now Korea, Japan, Singapore, et cetera. So when we look to 2021, when we look right across the region, the base case for this period is above trend economic growth in all the countries in developed Asia. And that is certainly having a positive effect on the opportunity set for equity investors uh, in the region. The last thing is perhaps uh, best looked at from a lens a little bit earlier, and that was the impact that occurred for two or three years during the US-China trade war. And during that period of time, it had a big impact on earnings across the region and on confidence about equities in Asia. Now we're seeing the other side of that with the new administration coming to the US with a different focus, not upon necessarily increasing tariffs, but a different way of engaging with China. Uh, there is a more predictable backdrop appearing and that's bringing sentiment back towards uh, Asian equities and you're seeing that catch up through the region. Exposure to Asian equities in Australian investor portfolios remains relatively low. And even though the sector market capitalization is nearly one third of the global market, 
Why do you believe the the reason is for this and what message do you give investors potentially looking to increase their exposure into Asia? Uh, everyone looks to Asia for its growth opportunity. Uh, we know it as a relatively fast growing region of the world, um, as you point out, and it's becoming uh, ever increasing pro proportion of both global GDP growth as well as overall global GDP. Uh, that's been known for quite some time. I think the thing that has um, impacted upon uh, particularly Australian investors' ability to get exposure into Asia is the fact that the markets are special. So the markets are different. And they do, alongside that higher growth profile, they, they do have a slightly higher volatility profile. And that's meant that when you see uh, impacts such as the US-China trade war appear in, in the period from sort of 2017 through to 19, et cetera, uh, it, it impacts those markets in a fashion that, that has meant that investors tend to pull back to what they know best, their home economies. What we say is quite simply to get access to the opportunity set that Asia offers, that growth that Asia offers, with Asia being the centrepiece of many of the fastest growing industries in the world, such as 5G, such as electric mobility, which are two very topical areas right now, uh, you need to have a very specialist approach. We, we look at Asia really not as a region. We look at it as seven individual markets, each with their own nuances. We have built a team with each individually more than 10 years experience investing in those markets. We have a risk management approach that is tailored to dampening the volatility that you do see in those markets so you can capture the upside as well. So I think when investors uh, look at Asia, they naturally see the opportunity set, but they've struggled to see uh, an opportunity with managers with the skill set to really provide a quality return profile with lower downside than just investing in, in straight ETFs, et cetera. Um, so that's what Longley tries to offer. We're based in Singapore. 80% of our team is on the ground in Asia to be closer to the companies, closer to the markets, closer to the information flow. We hire people with local language skills, so we can interpret the information, be inside that information flow and understanding it in a timely manner and, and have that back, background of more than 10 years experiencing managing the volatility with integrated risk management pr processes that have proven to actually on average allow the fund to, to perform positively even when markets have fallen. Why do you believe long short is an appropriate strategy choice for investors looking at agent equities? Uh, we think long-short is the right approach to Asia simply because of uh, the diverse opportunities that you get across seven major markets. When I mention the seven major markets, let's, let's touch on those very quickly. So we're talking about China A, Hong Kong, Taiwan, Singapore, Korea, Japan, and of course, Australia as well, which is part of what we do. Um, but each of those are very large and deep markets in themselves. The second part of Asia is that we call it an emerging markets region. And with emerging markets tag comes a natural understanding that things are changing quite rapidly there. It doesn't matter whether you look at the competitive environment within an industry, 
It's always shifting with new competitors appearing. Whether you look at the regulatory backdrop, new regulations being imposed upon industries that can provide opportunity or slow certain businesses down at, at this point, at certain point in time. What this boils down to when, in essence, is when you measure it, there is more divergence between individual stock performance in Asia than the other regions of the world. And we've tested this. This is routine and a part of the Asian equity backdrop. That lends itself to a long short approach because at any point in time, there are companies that are benefiting from that Asian growth opportunity, the long-term structural growth that we've talked about. But at the same time, there's other companies within these deep markets and deep sectors who are being impacted by the changes that we pick up on, pick up upon, um, that, that, that we measure and we analyze, etc. And, and so that creates an alpha backdrop. Not only the availability of long side alpha, but the ability to capture short side alpha that adds to the return profile and reduces the overall volatility profile of the return stream for investors. So one of the ways that long lead looks at the market differently, both in terms of many of the conventional strategies people might be familiar with in Australia, but also many of the additional long short strategies that are available in Asia, is that we have a larger focus on single stop shorting. And that's to help us hedge the downside when markets do fall back and also capture the additional return that is on offer from this divergence between the performance of all these, these companies and this eclectic opportunity set in Asia. The asset test is 2020. In 2020, we're one of the few funds to make money on the long side, but also make money on the short side. And that's that short piece that adds to the return profile. Andrew, investors in the fund uh, have done very, very well. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Uh, and good luck in 2021. Thank you, David.